Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name's Ren, and my best friend Drac is a vampire. Oh, but before you freak out, let me explain. Drac isn't like other vampires. He doesn't thirst for blood. He thirsts for knowledge. Each week, we hop into the coffin of curiosity for a spectacular adventure to learn about everything and anything, from how the sun works to why we burp. We have lots of fun, so join us. I promise that the only thing Drac will drink up is information, okay? Worst case scenario, he squirts you with some sunscreen. Search for Drac on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your host with the most, and overseer of those weird tales and scary stories from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This one is pure gold, Story Club members, because it's full of South Seas mischief. It's one I call Pirate Island. Don't be such a chicken, Sam, Peter Hooper said. This is gonna be fun. He and his friend, Samantha Brody, had snuck over into the Pirate Cove area of the Pirate Island theme park. They were going to steal One-Eyed Jack's jewel-encrusted eye patch. They knew the jewels were fake, just like the pirate, which was a cleverly made animatronic. But to have One-Eyed Jack's eye patch and post it online was the ultimate. They would get some serious views, likes, and comments, maybe even internet famous. Peter had traveled with Sam's family to the Caribbean-themed resort park down in Southern California. It had newly opened and was known for how realistic the pirates and accompanying sets were. Everyone knew the pirates, which moved in a robot-like fashion, were artificial, made from animatronics. The sets the fake marauders were displayed in were also strikingly realistic, which took you back in time to the 1700s, pirate prime time. It was Peter's idea to get the desired eye patch. Sam went along with it. She thought Peter, who was in the fifth grade, a year ahead of her in school, was the coolest kid in the neighborhood. She lived next door to Peter, and he was always doing crazy things and recording things for his YouTube channel, Troublemakers Incorporated. Peter would smash Halloween pumpkins with a ball-peen hammer, or roll old tires down the hill onto the road, or he even dyed old Lady Simonson's prized French poodle green and purple. Peter got into trouble more than a few times. And he always promised to do better, but he never did. He was one of those boys who was attracted to trouble like metal was to a magnet. Sam knew that what Peter was always doing was wrong and dangerous. But still, she was fascinated and always ended up following him. Peter Hooper didn't have much parental guidance at home, and Sam's parents thought that bringing him on the trip might be a nice change for him and it would keep him out of trouble. The Brodies were wrong. The first time Peter saw one-eyed Jack belly laughing from the bow of his pirate ship, the Corsair, he knew he must have that trademark eye patch, its costume jewels sewn in the letter J glistening in the high autumn sun. They'd come in October during the week, so the tourist season was at an all-time low. It seemed like they had Pirate Island all to themselves, not having to wait in long lines for carnival rides like the Hurricane, the Tsunami, or the Buccaneer Coaster. 
or at the food court to eat the famous Cutlass Burgers, Golden Doubloon Fries, and Jolly Roger Shakes. After the tour boat ride through the serpentine canals that featured dramatic pirate scenes of chaos and merriment, Sam's mom had a headache from too much sun and wanted to sit down. Peter and Sam were having too much fun, so they agreed they'd go look around while Sam's parents waited for them. Peter and Sam jumped a tram and sat in the back. There was one place on the tour where the tour boat would bump against the canal wall and the tour guide would be distracted, acting like they were under attack by pirates. Fake explosions from cannon fire would explode in the water from strategically placed water jets. When that happened and the small crowd of tourists were distracted, Peter grabbed Sam's hand and they jumped off the boat and escaped onto land. They had to force their way through a jungle to get to the other side to One-Eyed Jack's Corsair, which was moored on an authentic-looking dock set. They waited for the tour boat to pass by, the mechanical One-Eyed Jack doing his robotic belly laugh. <laughs> Once the tour boat had vanished, Peter and Sam climbed out from behind a pair of swaying palm trees and sprinted across the wooden dock. They passed some animatronic pirates that stood on the boards. They remained as still as store mannequins. Sam thought the fake buccaneers were creepy when they moved, but even creepier when they were still, staring out at the world with their bright artificial eyes. They scrambled up the loading plank and onto the vast ship, the Corsair. The attention to detail was incredible. It was built and painted to resemble an old weathered ship from the 18th century that had braved the South Atlantic seas in search of hidden treasure and plundering other seafaring vessels. It was quiet. Too quiet. The boat shuddered in a light breeze, squeaking and moaning. I don't like this, Sam said. We should go. We really should go. Relax, chicken of the sea, Peter said. I've got this. And he did. He walked up to the tall pirate, One-Eyed Jack, who loomed six foot five in a long scarlet jacket. Peter had to grab a crate and slide it over to get high enough to peel off the treasured eye patch. He was face to face with the captain of the Corsair. Sam thought she saw one of the pirate crew move behind Peter, but she figured it had to be just the wind. Peter pulled the jewel-encrusted eye patch off the single-eyed pirate, except as he did, he expected to find a hole where you could see the machinery inside. Instead, the eyeless hole had been haphazardly sewn together with a needle and thread. Wow, Peter thought. The level of detail was amazing. You couldn't see the stitched up eye hole because of the patch, but the designers made that anyway. He was impressed, and not much impressed a boy like him. He jumped off the crate, cackling. I've got it, let's go. One-Eyed Jack grabbed his arm. Peter froze. Then, with his other hand, the pirate captain unsheathed his cutlass sword. It's not nice to steal, the pirate said. Skullduggery. The other pirates suddenly came alive around Peter and Sam and inched in closer. You're not robots, Sam said. You're alive. I, One-Eyed Jack said. What's more realistic than real pirates, eh? He rubbed his black whiskers. Now, what should we do with the likes of you two who want to steal from pirates? Poor Sam. I feel bad for her. She was only along for the ride. Now she might end up at the bottom of Davy Jones's locker. Will One-Eyed Jack make she and Peter walk the plank? Or will he only have them apologize and promise never to do it again? Guess whatever happens, they certainly made a splash with their fellow plunderers. 
Did you know there are a whole bunch of Go Kid Go shows? Of course, there's the R.L. Stein Story Club, and you're a member. There's also Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila. And Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Come back tomorrow for another episode, because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. 